Hey there, welcome to Disco in the Library, where I and some featured guests will be covering many different topics to assist and help you grow at Southern Ohio Medical Center. We hope that you learn something along the way. I am your host, Megan Gladel. Let's dive into this episode. Hi everyone, welcome back to Disco in the Library. Um, we are have a really exciting topic today that um, I'm excited about, and I think our SMC employees will be excited about. Um, but my guest today is Seth Lemons. Seth, welcome to the podcast. I think this is your Hello. first time. <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, so if you don't care to just kind of give an introduction to our guests that may not know who you are. So my name is Seth. I am a staff nurse at uh, SOMC's ICU, so I really just celebrated my six-year anniversary this week, so I have been here since I graduated nursing school at Shawnee, and it has been such a wonderful learning experience these last six years. I'm very excited to have been here. Well, happy anniversary. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. Um, So the topic that we're going to talk about today, some people probably already saw in the weekly beat last week, um, but we're going to be talking about the gratitude garden. And so I know when I first started here at SMC, or at least on the main campus, I always saw like that garden area. Um, And I think maybe at that time, which would have been like 2017 when I came to main campus, um, there was probably some things going on, but I never heard much about it and then of course through COVID and stuff I think obviously our priorities change and so um, do you know any more of the history about the gardening program at SMC other than that? So I don't know the full history. My understanding is that it was initially started and run by Jeff Burchett who was the ground supervisor and due to a little bit of a lack of staff involvement, it sort of died out uh, probably about the time me and you started. So uh, maybe a little bit over six years ago. Uh, but um, last year, uh, I, I, like you, have always seen that space. And I, I always knew it was available, but I really didn't hear anything about it myself. So. Um, I was picking raspberries there because they were just growing wild last year. And one of the grounds members told me that, you know, I could plant anything I wanted there. So I actually planted squash, beans, and corns there last year. And oh, okay. that out at my unit. And then um, I thought that it would just be a wonderful um, way to get everybody involved in gardening. So um, I, you know, this spring... Uh, contacted my manager, who then sent me to the director of ICU, who then sent me to Claudia, who then eventually sent me to Jeff. And really, he was so uh, welcoming and excited to get the project going again. They rebuilt the beds, they built new beds, they got dirt and planted tomatoes and peppers, and really, you know, Jeff and the grounds team have just been really instrumental in getting this thing off the ground. I'm very thankful that they were there. Yeah, that's really awesome. Um, so you kind of touched on this a little bit, um, but what kind of sparked your initiative to revitalize the gardening program? So it kind of came around, it was a process. 
So around two to three years ago, I started looking into topics, including like healthy work environments, employee satisfaction, employee engagement and retention. And kind of my interest in these topics really peaked during the COVID pandemic and a little bit after when uh, my unit was experiencing a lot of hardships due to the pandemic. So a lot of my coworkers were leaving. People were openly sharing feelings of anxiety and depression. You know, there were conversations from staff about going on antidepressants for the first time. And like a lot of ICUs just across the country, we were coming in a state of crisis and it was heartbreaking to see. So I, I kind of was thinking, you know, how, how can I help this? What can I do? And just kind of coincidentally, uh, in my home life, I was also kind of expanding my interest in gardening. And there was really no rhyme or reason other than I enjoyed it. But I was realizing that gardening was having a really profoundly positive impact on my mental and emotional well-being. And at first, I kind of found it really confusing because I had a history of mental illness myself and everything that I was reading was indicating that, you know, I should be at a disadvantage due to the pandemic, that this overwhelming sadness that has taken our country by storm, it, it should be having a greater impact on me than other people. And, you know, what I was finding was that, that really wasn't my personal experience. So that just naturally led me to wonder, you know, what is, protecting me, you know, my emotional state. And surely it it can't be, you know, just gardening that's shielding me from these lingering effects of this pandemic. But that kind of started a little bit of a research storm. And I went in and I dug into the research and I found that there's actually a lot of research looking at how gardening can help people with a broad range of emotional and physical issues to achieve a more complete and whole sense of well-being. And I actually learned that there's an entire professional discipline dedicated to helping people with gardening, and it's called horticultural uh, therapy. So pieces just sort of over these two to three years just naturally fell together. And I also had already enrolled in a doctor of nursing practice program through Ohio State. So I was already thinking about healthcare in a big picture overall. And I was passionate about gardening. So I took the plunge and I also signed up for a horticultural therapy program through the University of Tennessee, Knoxville. And right now I'm in both programs. I'm, a, I'm about to start my third horticultural therapy course. And after I finish my third horticultural therapy course, all I have to do is do three more courses in plant science and an internship, and then I would be eligible to become a registered horticultural therapist. And I, I really don't see myself doing that full-time. I, I do see myself being a nurse practitioner full-time in the future, but I am learning so much about health and well-being and just promoting just a full, healthy lifestyle through horticultural therapy that I am loving this program and I am absolutely excited to incorporate all of these skills and techniques that I'm learning into my future as a nurse practitioner. Wow, yeah, I had no idea. I mean, obviously, I mean, I feel like you um, were 
I guess it's kind of known or I maybe am just assuming that maybe I shouldn't do that but I feel like um like gardening just being outside just stuff like that in general um I feel like is just really good for people's mental health and just overall well-being but I I would not have guessed that there's like an actual study and program and stuff like that that has to do with with all of that and I'm sure there's so much research so I'm sure um even if you don't end up doing that full-time what a great you know wealth of knowledge that I'm sure you've gained to be able to share with other people and especially through this program um at SOMC yes so I would I you know growing up I had no idea this was a program either it's, it's not really, um, horticultural therapy is not overly well known in America right now, even though, um, you know, it has been practiced here for a very long time in some form, uh, just not the fully developed professional form that it is now. And it is kind of slowly gaining popularity. Um, it is a lot bigger over in uh, England and in um, some of the Eastern Asian countries where they do put a lot of time and resources and money towards horticultural therapy research. But I, I am excited to have learned about it, to have gotten into a really good program, and to be able to incorporate all of these skills and, and techniques into hopefully what could be a very fulfilling practice as an practitioner. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned some things that you planted in the garden last year. Um, what are some things that are currently being planted in the garden this year? Okay, so we got so much growing in the garden right now that I'll go with the little mind bubbling. So we have three to four different types of tomatoes, several different types of peppers, bell peppers, yellow wax peppers, jalapenos. We have lettuce, broccoli, and spinach, four different types of basil, cilantro, thyme. I planted beautiful sunflowers, cucumbers, chives, dill, fennel, marshmallow, which I have never grown before and I'm really excited to see, chamomile. Uh, I've probably seen our uh, strawberry tower that has grown up there. I just painted that with over a hundred strawberry plants. That wow. will start. That will start really producing next year. But we should get a few strawberries this year. Then we have uh, calendula, which is uh, like a, like a medicinal marigold. Carrots, raspberries, blackberries purple cone flowers, black-eyed Susans, obedient plants, zucchinis, honey nut squash, cantaloupe, and I guarantee that I've forgotten more than a couple. It is, things are growing, and I'm very excited about it. Yeah, that's a much larger variety of things than I anticipated, so that's, that is really exciting. So with that being said, um, how can employees get involved and participate in the garden? It sounds like a lot of things have already been planted already. So it may just be tending to things throughout the rest of the season, maybe helping collect things. Um, so can you kind of tell us what that looks like? Yes, of course. So anyone can get involved in any way that they wish. 
And the garden is an open space, and we are here to meet your individualized needs. So if that takes the form of you just taking a walk through it on your way to and from work, I'd love to support that. If someone wants to eat lunch there and just be with the space for 30 minutes, totally acceptable. So there is actually some research that has come out from a legacy health that is a major hospital system in Portland, Oregon, where they have shown that when nurses just take one break in a natural setting during their workday for a period of six weeks, they have significant improvement in burnout compared to staff who just took the break indoors. So if all that anybody wants to do is just sit in the garden and be with themselves, chances are they will receive at least a little benefit. And there's actually a theory behind that that kind of says that natural settings just refocus our mind, that they take us out of these stressful, sterile, man-made environments, which is the hospital, where we worry about the consequences of all of our actions and decisions. And instead, we get to experience this wonder and this fascination that just happens in the garden and just in the natural environment. And we just are planted firmly in the present. And it's essentially a practice of mindfulness. But um, even though just being in the garden can be beneficial, I would really encourage people to take an active role in the garden. So um, like Megan said, we, we do have a lot of stuff already planted. But you can follow us on Facebook. You can claim a spot in the garden to take care of by writing your name on the whiteboard. If there are some still spots open, you might plant some peas or plant plants of your own. Or you can just claim a spot that already has plants in it and you can take care of them. You can select a spot to weed, to water. And really, it, it is these active experiences. It is getting your hands in the soil. It is taking ownership of plants and succeeding in helping them grow and learning new things like, like growing a plant that you've never considered before. And these are the experiences that are really going to kind of like push that experience to the next level. So really um, kind of things that you can expect to benefit from these active experiences are learning new skills, getting involved in a community, expressing your creativity, putting your own personal touch on this environment. And really this is what the, the garden is all about. It is about developing community, it's about developing ourselves, and it is about really getting in touch with what makes us really healthy, healthy human beings. That is great to hear, Seth. Thank you for kind of sharing what you're hoping people get out of the garden. Um, so even if people aren't necessarily participating, I guess, in, in the planting, or maybe they are just going out there to enjoy the space, or maybe they are you know, kind of if they see things that need to be tended to, they are kind of taking care of that. Is is there a certain process or um, something that you guys have outlined for how all of the um, plants and vegetables and stuff like that will be utilized? Is it kind of just like a free-for-all or is there going to be like a collection day and then people can come to a certain spot to get what they want or... Have you guys thought about that? So we have thought about it and we're 
we're kind of going off of mainly a, a free-for-all design. So we will provide, you know, some little kind of um, claiming tags where you can write your name on it and you might, you know, put it on a plant. But it is a community garden um, by nature. So it people will walk through the garden, people will see something that they want to pick and they will pick it. So there has to be a level of, you know, just a giving attitude where you are tending something and you may personally enjoy the benefits of it by eating it, but really a lot of the benefit is going to be just in the process of growing it and spending time out there. Um, but we do expect to have a lot of produce coming on in the summer and in the fall. So that we, we it's still a little up in the air. You know, ideas have been, you know, if we have too much to handle, distributing it around the nursing units, you know, putting a call out on Facebook, telling people what we have to please come pick it, um, to potentially looking at, you know, the homeless shelter or different, you know, organizations around Portsmouth that we could donate food to, or really just anybody coming and taking what they need. It's we we expect that we are going to have an overabundance. And it is totally fine if somebody wants to just come by and just take a little snack. That is what the garden is there for. It's just to give and, and really kind of just benefit people in more ways than, than just the produce. Well, that sounds like a really great plan. Um, and I'm sure people, hopefully people, you know, will see things as they come or if they do join the Facebook group that's on Facebook. They just have to look up the grad SMC Gratitude Garden. Is that correct? That is correct. So anybody can join that. Um, obviously, it's mo it's for SMC employees, but hopefully they'll see that. And then when things come, you know, and are available, um, they'll hopefully partake of, of the work that's been done. And I kind of see maybe the garden possibly expanding next year. <laughs> With I, every I with everything I that's being planted. So. Yeah. We, um, I got some ideas, but we, we're going to take it one year at a time. Yeah. And even though this, this garden is for SOMC employees, that does not necessarily mean that community members are excluded. You know, we have a lot of people that walk through the grounds on a daily basis to get exercise. I encourage any of them that are listeners to grab a strawberry. You know, it's, it's, we as SOFC, we are caregivers to our community. And that does not necessarily stop when somebody enters our door and when they leave. It, it goes much farther beyond that. And that garden can represent a little piece of that as well. Um, well, Seth, uh, those are all the questions that I have that I kind of felt would be the most beneficial um, for people to hear. But is there, do you have any closing remarks that you want to share with um, the SMC employees or even our community members that might hear this episode? Yeah, so I kind of want to go over a little bit of, you know, the goal for the garden. We kind of yeah. touched on it a little bit you know, um, providing food and providing a relaxing atmosphere, but it can kind of go a little bit farther than that. So my overall goal, the, the dream that I think about when I wake up in the morning 
is that I hope that this garden brings people peace, healing, and an opportunity for personal growth. How exactly that looks, I am open for, you know, individual interpretation. I will tailor my time and the garden to however that meets your needs. If you come down and just express an interest or express a desire, whether that's garden related or personally related or professionally related, we will try to find a way to accommodate that. But um, kind of bringing it back to my, kind of like my initial focus on workplace environments. So when I, when I picture, you know, like the organization as a whole, what I would like SOMC to gain from it is just one more program to add to their very large toolbox that's designed to improve the lives of their employees and to keep more of our coworkers here. And instead of moving on to different jobs, you know, nursing retention is a huge issue nationally. Nurses are leaving the workforce. Um, actually, nursing enrollment in college education is down. So holding on to nurses, sustaining nurses, providing them, you know, just wonderful experiences is so important. And SOMC already does an amazing job at that. But I I would love to see just, you know, this additional uh, program added. It, you know, anytime that we focus on the healthcare worker, uh, the, the patient benefits at the end of it. So um, as I was kind of, Kind of researching this and really digging through everything, I tended to gravitate towards um, some research put out by Gallup, which is an international research and consulting firm that focuses on uh, workplaces and leaderships. And what they found was that in researching healthy workplace environments, um, employee engagement is fundamental in making people feel valued at work, and really giving people a sense of purpose and ownership over their professional lives. And when I kind of dug deeper into engagement, what I, I really found was there are a whole host of other essential fundamentals that really kind of build up into promoting engagement. And I, I love this resource by the American Association of Critical Care Nurses, um, and they kind of they focus on building healthy work environments and they really sum up these kind of fundamentals into categories like skilled communication, true collaboration, authentic leadership, meaningful recognition, and some other ones. And it's these fundamentals that I really want to build into this garden. And you might be asking like, what does a garden have to do with healthy work environments and skilled communication and collaboration? And I I would say, you know, I'm a staff nurse. I'm not in formal leadership. There's there's really no easy route for me to take to really champion these ideas about healthy work environments. But what I do have is I have a garden and I have a dream and I have a passion. So what I hope is that when people come into this garden, that it's not just about planting and growing plants, that, that when they come to this garden, they actively take a part in improving a small piece of their workplace. 
and that when they when they see these effects, that they see that this this small idea in their work environment can grow and be beautiful, that they can take this idea back to their units or their departments or wherever they are working and, and take ownership of something there. So I hope that, you know, that kind of really kind of fosters this engagement. And thankfully, you know, this garden has also attracted a little bit of leadership support. So these ideas that I'm talking about are not new concepts to SOMC leadership. Um, they're actually embraced and championed by a lot of SOMC's leadership. But an unfortunate truth is, is that it is incredibly hard to, to implement all of these steps from just taking a top-down approach. Mm -hmm. It's something that every organization across this country struggles with. It is so phenomenally difficult. But what I would love with this garden is to kind of take a bottom-up approach to really kind of instill these values into healthcare workers and really show them that they can have a positive impact. They are kind, they are caring, they are positive, they are professionals, they have the ability to be informal leaders themselves and to really go forth and just take these with them to their own units, their own departments, and really just focus on the community and the teamwork and the service and the communication that this garden kind of promotes and really just go on and to just lead nonstop positive change throughout this entire organization. And that's a big goal. I realize that it will take quite a while and it's going to be person to person, but, um, you know, I tend to dream big sometimes. So <laughs> I I, I hope that that eventually comes to fruition. We're off to a good start, but we shall see in the next year or two uh, how well we achieve those or if we need to tweak some things. Yeah, well, thank you again, Seth, for sharing that with us. Um, and hopefully this will spark, you know, like you said, it's just the first year. So I'm sure, you know, after this season and probably even next season, like things will just continue to grow. Um, but as you were kind of talking about um, all of like the research that you've seen um, and the support that you've gotten from leadership, I'm just, I'm thinking to myself, what a great thing, like coming out of, you know, now that the pandemic is officially over, um, what a great thing, kind of like a fresh start for some people um, going, you know, post pandemic that they can kind of reset I guess if you will um and you know kind of look at their role as a nurse or whatever type of healthcare provider they might be um and and kind of taking you know whether it's this garden initiative or something else but kind of re-looking at what they've come through and um how it's kind of work starting fresh and continuing you know to take care of patients um you know post-pandemic Yes. So the pandemic might be officially over, but there is still plenty of room for all of us to heal. And I hope that this garden kind of helps us in achieving that. Well, thank you again, Seth, um, for taking some time to talk to us about this project. Um, hopefully everybody that hears this, whether they're an SOMC employee or a community member, um, will either be reaching out to you or will be joining the Facebook page or maybe just stop by. Um, and I am excited to see where this project goes. 
Thank you so much, Megan, for having me. I really enjoy talking about the garden. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.